this week on the Media Virus Podcast. Candidate for mayor of Atlanta that screams, defund the police every chance he gets, calls 911 to report his car stolen. Gavin McLeod will not be making another run anytime soon. And a 79-year-old Spanish woman found eaten by her own pussy. It's the Media Virus Podcast. Let's point and laugh at the world burning around us. With executive producer, Mike Latouris. That there's a fancy doctor in word, but crack. Featuring the diversity duo, Stanley McFadden and the lovely and talented doctor. Ah! Ah! Shut the fuck up, Maddie. And now, spreading the sage nihilism of an aged Gen Xer, your host and mine, the star of our show, the incomparable Maddie Rockdev. So Damn, do we have a fucking show for you people this week. I am Matty Rockdeff. This is the Media Virus Podcast. Please like, share, follow, subscribe, all those good shit, and then you'll get sick of us, and then, you know, you'll fucking... Never. Subscribe. Yeah, no, no they won't. You don't think so? Well, you have. No. We are the gift that keeps on giving. We, <laughs> That's true. You guys haven't gotten sick like of me yet. Like so that's, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. How you doing, Doc? I'm I'm good, Maddie. How are you? Doing doing well. Doing well. I didn't well. mean to Welcome. jump the gun. Sorry. That's okay. I got nothing prepared. <laughs> so, I just since you started talking, I would just sure sure go you first before I introduced uh, our executive producer, the Reverend and Professor Mike Latoris. Good evening, everybody. What you drinking there, Mike? I have a glass of iced tea again. But uh, ah, more ice tea. I'm I'm gonna have a little ah. shot of whiskey just for shits and giggles. Kind of Irish it up a little bit. Yeah, haven't it's haven't uh, hit the sauce for a while, so hopefully the the one little shot I've got is gonna do me. Yeah, me neither. It's been sitting. Woo! The there too. it goes. Oh, I'm jealous. I'm so jealous. What are you What are you speaking of, Doc? What are you drinking? Oh, my usual gin and tonic. I had this. There it goes. Uh, I had this beautiful plan um, after Big Daddy made fun of my bougie cocktail um, to come up with a bougier cocktail each week. But this is the end of the school year um, where teachers have a lot to do and no energy or time to do any of it. So we'll see what happens in a couple of weeks. But for now, I'm just going with the old standby. I think slamming gin is always a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, know, I'm a always, fan of gin. No, I am too. There was there was a time when I wouldn't touch the stuff. Did I ever tell you guys my gin story? No. Well, it, it starts with um, you know me drinking white Russians and getting the advice that you know I should drink uh, Bombay Sapphire instead. You know, and so I made myself incredibly, incredibly sick drinking uh, straight Bombay Sapphire Ooh. and an olive, and don't mess it up with any vermouth and. Okay. Uh, and ends with me weeping in the office of a coworker. Wow. Uh, yeah, it, it didn't. And so it was many years before I touched gin again. Um, but, you know, my mom, actually, I was at the beach with her, and she has a gin and tonic after the beach, and it's very refreshing. And I, I have since revised my opinion and, now, and yeah, changed my ways. It doesn't, uh, 
you know. Yeah, but I do not advise drinking three straight Bombay Sapphire martinis <laughs> one after the other. It's not a martini. That's just gin. The, yeah. <laughs> the last time I had a very, Bombay very Sapphire martini like that, because that's that's the way I like my my gin martini. I I order Bombay. Uh, uh, and no I, vermouth. Well, I like them to think about going down to the store to buy the vermouth, mm -hmm. but then just tossing an olive and maybe a few drops of olive juice in there. Make yeah. sure it's icy cold. I don't often drink martinis, but when I do, I do like them dirty. The last uh, time I did three Bombay <laughs> martinis, uh, I went and picked my wife up drunk from a hair appointment. <laughs> Yeah, I don't advise three. It, it didn't. It didn't go well. My roommate actually came home and found me sitting in front of the stereo in my bathrobe, and tears. And um, apparently, I was trying to make a mixtape for somebody, which tells you how long ago it was. Um, I don't know who it was, but uh, it didn't. It just the whole the whole the whole evening was not not a good time. Well, speaking of liking it dirty uh, and dropping mixtapes. The other half of the, the other half of our diversity duo, Big Daddy. That was a good segue. Stanley McFadden. Listener land, you dirty bitches. What uh what you drinking there, Stan? Protein shake. But he's gains. He's gains. Did but is there any amaretto? Uh, no, because I forgot to grab it. Oh. Any of the five bottles? Was it five or six? Uh, it was six. <laughs> I polished the last one off last week. To the hand. That's, he did. He took it straight. It was just, right. it was a beautiful, just like Mike killed that Tullamore Takes a real man <laughs> to do a straight shot of amaretto. <laughs> you know what, Doc? <laughs> I don't have I any stories about you weeping so in my bathrobe making a mixtape. That's because so, you uh, don't drink gin, you drink freaking amaretto. Come on, man. I tell you what, the first time, uh, the only time I've ever drank amaretto, like real amaretto, was uh, I was 16. And my buddy swiped it from his dad's liquor cabinet. And we, uh, we, I, all right, so I used to weekend in the Poconos. And he was a weekend friend and he stole it from his dad's liquor cabinet back in Jersey. So he had the whole weekend before his dad even realized this amaretto was gone. And um, I don't remember much of, of uh, you know, that except for sitting in my, because it was raining like a motherfucker. And it was one of those big, like, lightning storms that, <clears throat> that you know, when it hits real close to the house, like, you can feel it, like, yeah. in the fucking house. Like, it shakes the whole fucking house. And I remember that going on, like, while we're drinking Amaretto in my bedroom, which is only separated by a hollow cord door from the living room where my parents were. Wow. <laughs> this is how dumb I was. But I didn't get caught. Because I could, I, I always, I had, a gift, I had a gift in high school of uh, playing sober. I could, I could fake it for a couple of minutes just to get off. Oh, mom, I'm tired. I love you. And then long go, enough. Go to my go to my downstairs to my bedroom. Morning. I'm Wilfred Brimley, and I'd like to talk to you for a few minutes about diabetes. Actually, about I uh, diabetes in uh, 
Diabetes. Is there more to this, or is he taking a long you pause? Know, diabetes. Now, I'm not perfect, and I've done things I shouldn't do. For instance, I had an unquenchable thirst for my best friend and partner, Dick Richards, all through the night, and he explained things to me in a language that I understood. Kind of loosen up. Kind of relax about the whole thing. You know, it's not a bad idea once in a while. And I think the most important thing he said to me was, obey these simple rules and do these simple things. I promise you, you'll feel better. You know, diabetes. Have a good day. Well, diabetes. Now we've we've experienced that together. Before um, before Toy Story Four actually came out, uh, my kid had all the all the toys and shit. And um, so what I did was I, me and him, well, actually both my kids, because it was a snow day. We we made a stop motion film called Toy Story Four. Enter the Brimley. <laughs> <laughs> and and and, and uh, <laughs> Wilford Brimley was the host of a uh, martial arts tournament. <laughs> it's actually on the Facebook of Matthew Sanizak, not on Matty Rock. <laughs> I will find it and I will have it for next week. Okay. That is definitely something to look forward to. It was uh, terribly done. But, uh, you know, me and my kids, and my, like, I think it was like after, right after Christmas and I had gotten a camera for Christmas. And, uh, you know, that was my first like real camera and I was fucking around with the kids and we had all these toys and it was just. Uh, it, so you, you were know, all playing with your toys? We were all, we were all playing with my kids' toys, yeah. Like no, and, me, and the camera being also your toy. Oh, yeah. No, the camera was also my toy. and I, But I wasn't quite smart enough to, like, make sure the camera stayed in the same place all the time. So it, the, the scene shifts a little bit sometimes. Like, I figured choppy. out like, this is where I learned a lot of lessons. You know what I mean? But uh, I also made a music video for my band with The Incredible Hulk and uh, not Buzz Lightyear, but he was in the... Uh, there used to be a spinoff like Starfleet Academy cartoon and he was a character on that and those two kicked the shit out of each other. That was a lot of fun. But uh, what That is exactly how you learn that kind of shit, isn't it though? I mean, you just go around and you, know, oh, yeah. you mess around. And that's why I always hated um, when they do like training professional development for like, they'll give us new software and they'll be like, okay, now you're going to sit through a full day of training on how to use the software. And I'm like, just leave me alone and let me play with it. Like, give it to me and let me play with it and I will mm-hmm. figure out what I need. Right? Yeah. All right. I, that's that a horrible out. way to learn about dick. It is not. No, it sounds to, like There was only else. that one like, guy, guy that I bit. There was just the one guy that I bit. You know. I'm going to be- confess just a little bit. Like, you know, just a little bit of tooth. I'm into it. Anyway. Yeah. He, he, um, he said, don't bite. Uh, only he didn't enunciate really well. I thought he said bite. So, Ooh. yeah, that didn't end well. Yeah. So. So, um, one of my favorite, if you guys ever really want to take a musical journey, the Guar album Violence Has Arrived is honestly one of, it's a, 
Scum Dogs of the Universe gets all of like the credit for but violence has arrived. It is an epic tale of of Guar. But there is a song called Lixor. It's two minutes and 37 seconds. And the song is about a cat eating its dead owner. And um, it's really, it's, and when you hear things, when you hear like, you know, stories about it, uh, you know, on the news, people forget that a cat is going to fucking eat you. A dog will let you go for three fucking days. The cat will start eating you immediately. As we, as uh, somebody learned, it was part of the top three teaser. I've so got... are we going to hear about that after our break, Professor? Yes. In fact, we will. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back with the top three stories from the top three teaser. And if you want to get in touch with the infection team, you can reach us at 646-VIRUS-01. That's 646-VIRUS-01. That'll get you in touch with the infection team. And you can tell us what you think of the show, and we'll tell you what we think about you. You can also check us out on Twitter. We are TMVPNet. That's at TMVPNet on Twitter. And uh, we tweet the show out whenever we uh, post it up. So if you want to follow us that way and, and be notified the moment it happens, you can do that. And we'll be right back. I like that outro. I do. And we're back on the Media Virus Podcast, and we're going to get into the top three teaser stories. And we're going to do this uh, from the back end, it sounds like, because Maddie has already walked us into the woman who is... I thought it was a good segue. The woman who is eating her own pussy. Or no, she was eaten by her own pussy. Ah, from this bastion (laughs) of reputable newsworthiness, Breitbart News. That's right. Oh, yeah, no, they were... Although they were the... Uh, one of the only um, news outlets to actually predict the Trump presidency mm. and say Trump's going to be president. Mm. So, and he was. Yeah, that's so, that's terrifying. Yeah. So, I mean, it, you, you can't you can't doubt their reporting. I mean, whether you agree with their slant. Oh, I can doubt their reporting. I really can. Trust me. Watch. I can. Watch me do it. 70, okay, so anyway. 79-year-old woman found eaten by her own cat in Spain. I guess that means a cute cat, though. I'm guessing that means they found cat turds. A 79 year old (laughs) woman was found eaten from the waist up by her pet cats after she died in her apartment in Madrid, Spain, from what neighbors believe was coronavirus. Police discovered up. Police discovered the decomposing body of a Colombian woman, Clara Ines Tobon, or Tobon, on Monday, who who was said to have been partially eaten by her pet cats, according to a report by the Daily Mail. So I'm guessing that led to a closed casket service. Uh, Waist up, I'm saying, yeah. Uh, Five of the seven animals inside the apartment were also found dead when police and firefighters entered Tabone's apartment in the northern Madrid neighborhood of... Fuencaral. That's what I thought. Fuencaral on Monday. The two surviving cats, which are reported to have partially eaten the upper half of Tabone's body, were taken to an animal rescue center. Wow. And what are the chances they get adopted? 
<laughs> I would Seriously. not be at the top of that list. Truly, I would not. I mean, I love my cat. Like it's but... already got a taste for human flesh. <laughs> exactly. And it obviously yeah. enjoyed I it. What, I wanted to know. I want to know what happened to the five cats that like, did the two cats eat her and the other five cats? Yeah, or but... like, did she eat the five cats they and then the two ate the... her like as revenge? Cats are territorial. They'll, they'll, I you know, they'll feel fight like for... there's a story there. There's a story there that's not getting reported. So, I, well, the story from that's not being reported is when when Big Daddy uh, eats his ladies, he goes from the waist down. Well, that's also I, especially for a Colombian woman. I would go waist down. Admirable, Big Daddy. Admirable. <laughs> While the autopsy reports have not yet been released, Tabone's body is believed to have been decomposing in the apartment for about three months. So I'm guessing maybe they got a hold of some some bad lady. Well, I was no. You have different like animals. I have this argument with my wife all the time, like because she like like I told you she cooks for the dog. The dog doesn't need to be cooked for. You know, you just you just give it like, and a dog will eat like a dog will eat cat shit. It doesn't, and and cats are you know for at least a little while it can continue to eat. uh, Eat lady. This goes back to that story we had the other week about. Eating decomposed meat, right? A little bit. Yeah. We had a story well, that, about that, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, maybe these the cats were tripping balls. <laughs> the cats I mean, OD'd on, on de- decomposing meat. Honestly, uh dogs and cats will generally stay away from things that are that are bad enough that they're not going to fail. Well. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. My dog had a case of the shits today that really belies that theory. But yeah, that's that's I uh, yeah, there's all kinds of questions here. All kinds of questions. Yeah. So, keeping with our theme of death, uh, (laughs) turns out actor Gavin McLeod of The Love Boat and The Mary Tyler Moore Show died at the age of 90. Yeah. I always liked uh, good old Captain Steubing. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't put that together until, I mean, not recently, but. So this is not, there was also that singer that died this week, right? The one who, he did like a whole bunch of classic songs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, B.J. Thomas. Is that who that was? Raindrops keep falling on my head. That's the one. Yeah, him. Yep, yep. Yeah, sad news. Sad week. Sad week in the entertainment world. But always mourn the loss of a B.J. You know, I'll tell you, uh, going back to the, we get the joke, Big Daddy. We're just ignoring it. Um... (laughs) Going back, to the, joke. going back to the previous story, uh, just for a moment, you know, I have a friend who actually just moved because she was living in a house by herself and she decided to leave, to sell her house and move into an apartment because she was afraid if she died that nobody would find her until her cats had eaten her. Well, you know, I, I, <laughs> I, I, your friend needs to date more. That lonely cat lady. <laughs> she is a cat lady. It's true. We did have a, a lady that, that uh, was a family friend a number of years ago who uh, nobody heard from her for a few days. And when they went in, they found her and a couple of her cats had started oh. tasting. Oh. So, yeah, yeah, it's scary. You know, I'll tell you. My they next started story. to face, too. Yes. I read that. They started. At, at, yeah, they uh, started because it's the easiest cheeks. thing that your eyes yep. are the easiest ones to get things to get out. Eyelids and cheeks. 
I've also heard that it's because they start by like licking your face to see if you're okay. And then when you're not, they're like, like oh, well, kind of tastes least good. Snack. <laughs> yeah. Because in the wild, when, when they, you know, if a lion takes down an animal, they don't go for the face. They start with the gut. Right. Because that's where the or yummiest the stuff testicles. is. testicles. Well, again, the yummiest stuff. I hear. I read it in a book. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, well, at least Gavin McLeod wasn't eaten by his cat. Right? That we know of. No, I, I ate a bunch of cat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, being yeah. on a love boat, dude, yeah. that guy ate all kinds of pussy. <laughs> Considering it's much better, it's much better to eat pussy than to be eaten by pussy. Um, I imagine. I, 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 I again, more reading. If lots he's of big lots enough. Of, it feels like lo- lots of research here, guys. See all this, uh, all this reading I've done. See all this, uh, lots of, lots of, lots of books. Are you sure it's not life experience? <laughs> nope, nope. Definitely, definitely read it in the book. Definitely read it in a book. All right. Yeah, that, that one. That one right there. That the red one. Big one enough. That pussy's eating you. <laughs> well, that's what happened to a lady in Spain. Dun, dun, dun. So I, I think this final story in the top three uh, warrants uh, some woke on wild music since there is a, a defund the police uh, theme. Mm-hmm. We are non-violent with people who are non-violent with us. Concerning non-violence, it is criminal to teach a man not to defend himself when he is the constant victim of brutal attacks. Nobody can give you freedom. Nobody can give you equality or justice or anything. If you're a man, take take. Hang on there, fam. (laughs) I got this faux shizzle, because I'm woke. Welcome to Woke Gone Wild with Stanley McFadden and the Founder. So, the Atlanta councilman, who is apparently also running for mayor of Atlanta, Antonio Brown, who voted to defund police, had his car stolen. And who did he call? Hey, can I comment here, though? I'm going I'm to put on my woke hat and comment. So the, the idea behind defund the police is not that the police shouldn't exist. It's that they shouldn't be called for things like mental health episodes. Or, if your car is theft. stolen, no. If your car is stolen, that's a It's that's just something. a possession. What do you value possessions more than someone's life? No, but you're I not putting know. someone's life at risk by... <laughs> you're not putting someone's life at risk by saying your car was stolen. You know, this is... This is, this is uh, uh, an appropriate thing to call the police for. This now, wasn't. You wouldn't this say wasn't that say, if you would want to stole the car. This wasn't you? say a teenage girl getting into an altercation with another teenage girl and attempting to defend her life against bullies with a knife and getting shot. Just you know, as a for instance, which happens all is the that, time. Is that, is that the? That's the card we're going to play with that story. Yeah. Yeah, it's on the table. It's right there. Yeah, all right. All right. I mean, you know, let me tell you something. Uh, if um, if anyone's ever going to stab me, I hope to Christ a policeman shoots, chose the fuck up and just shoots him. I don't no, care who That was are. a situation that could and should have been de-escalated, but that's another story. This is this is about a council member getting his car stolen. So. Well, who would you have him call? Superman? 
No, the insurance company. That's what he's got insurance for. That's the only call he needed to make was the insurance company. No, uh, they, they want a police report when you call the insurance company. Well, then they have the insurance company call the fucking police. He, he doesn't have to call the police. Yes, he does. No, he does. That is an, a, to- a totally appropriate call. I Big Daddy, you got something to say? I mean, of course a white chick thinks it's appropriate to, to fucking call the cops. Big Daddy, the only opinion that matters. <laughs> but I'm woke. I'm a woke white chick. Therefore, I get to speak. I like to find out who stole the car, shoot that motherfucker in the face two times, get my car back. Then I'll call the police and let them know where to find that motherfucker's dead body. That's so how you daddy gets his car Jelani back. and just handled it yourself like an American. Like a like goddamn Batman. Like a fucking American. That's how you do it. Or, that's or very African-American of you, Big Daddy. Call the cops. I will tell you that my first year teaching, some kids said, oh, well, you know, if you, I forget what the scenario is. She said, what would you do? And I said, well, I'd, I'd call the cops. And she said, man, white people always calling the cops. She's not and entirely that was, wrong. That was my first them. lesson. You know, that's the hard yeah. part. That was my first lesson. Because when they show up, they don't shoot you. No, I. Look. This is true. They don't. I mean, that's that's kind of. I what, call you know. the cops on you, Doc. They would run up and still shoot me. You could be stomping a <laughs> hole in my face at the time that they pull up, and they would still tell me to get on the ground. So I'll just call them if me. I need backup. Is that is that what you're <laughs> telling me? He clutched at you as he was falling down. I was he in danger. bled on your shoe. Shoot I him, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him. When, when the doc walks down a dark street, she dials nine and then one and just waits. I do. <laughs> just waits. When I answer my, fo- my door in the middle of the night, I do the same thing. Nine, one, yes. <laughs> so I, I'm hoping this story that, uh, there's a little piece of video here. I'm hoping it has some of his phone call in it because I heard some of the phone call on the radio the other day. And it's kind of funny. Just you can kind of pick apart the way that he handles this call. It's jumped in his it. car and took off. Fox Live's Patty Pan spoke to the councilman. She joins us now live tonight with more. Patty, what'd he tell you? Yeah. Yeah. You know, the councilman tells us that police actually have found his car, but really we don't have. So before we get any further into this Fox News report, I mean, is this not the stereotypical Fox configuration? They had the multicultural-looking girl who was brownish. They had the let's go to Asian reporter Richard Takanawa. They they <laughs> had right. the the white dude, and then they went to the Asian lady in the field. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just just wanted to Have point that out. Have any other details than that? Now the like, councilman also said he sort of weird ethnic. Yeah, he was brownish. I, you know, the, yeah, he's probably Slavic or one of those Mediterranean whites. The the whole the whole news thing is going multi-culty anyway. So never saw it coming. He tells us he was literally three feet, three or four feet away from his car when he believes what appeared to be four young children. He says no more than eleven or twelve years old got into his car. But really, what's most shocking is he believes that one of the children was no more than six or seven years old, and at the time he saw them, he says they were holding a toy. Oh, so instead of the cops, he should there have was called no care the, the daycare. For loss of life, 
and for themselves or, or myself. Atlanta Councilman and mayoral candidate Antonio Brown says what happened to him in his district in the Dixie Hills community in northwest Atlanta is a perfect example of what is happening to our youth and why we. OK, so long as we're here. You know, I'm going to interrupt because I, I can draw on the screen. Has anybody noticed what's hanging out under this this ballistics vest here? <laughs> Under his belly, you mean? <laughs> you Under can, that beer gut? Yeah. If, if you look, let me, uh, let me change colors here so I can really call attention to this. Um, if if you look closely, you can see the line where the ballistics where the vest, vest ends. ends. <laughs> and my man begins. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he looks like those pa- I, the pants just scream i'm about to fall down mm-hmm. well that's because he's got his dick wrapped around his waist five times <laughs> i want to say in his defense that's probably his dick being held down by the ballistic vest all right okay. he's got to anchor it somewhere as a society, need to step up and help. Councilman Brown tells Fox 5 four young children stole his white Mercedes coupe just before noon Wednesday. The and at the time, he was standing just a few feet away, speaking with community leader. And you're not on the take or nothing, city councilman. Ben attempted to open. It was also a six series. In the door oh, uh, to get him out of the car. He fought with Ben. I had been engaged and tried to get him out of the car. The three other kids were trying to figure out to get in the car or stay out of the car. He started to hit on the gas. Ben let go, and then the kid started to drag me in the car a half of a block. Officers were called to Verbena Street in northwest Atlanta. According to Councilman Brown, he turned off his car, which has a key to start, got out of the car, and was standing nearby when he says he noticed four young children, no more than 11 or 12 years old, the youngest possibly six or seven, walking around a nearby store, and within seconds, they were in his car. One of them jumped in also, on the passenger all kinds side, of stupid. hopped over real quick, and started the car up. It's one of those keyless cars yeah. where you just push the button. And, uh, you know, quickly, you know, we try to go over there. And he was close enough. Maybe to try it. to get the kid out of the car or something. But, like, what do you do to a kid, right? Right. You know, it's like, yeah, so he already started your figuring car, out. You I mean, they had plans. They knew what they were going to do. Just hit the gas and he pulled out, peeled out, took off. He asked my mother. Grab the kid by his ear and drag him down to his grandma's house. It's time that we start addressing the root of this problem. Because there's no amount of officers you're going to put on the streets in Atlanta that could have stopped this from happening. How much is now again Atlanta police still investigating this case? So it it doesn't have the the audio that I hoped. The the 911 audio is actually kind of funny. He makes it very clear at the top of the call that he is councilman antonio whatever the hell his name is a- a- antonio brown and the call taker's like yeah but where are you you know like <laughs> like so <laughs> and then i'll tell you what though that that often does get results i actually not nearly the same thing but i actually did make a dinner reservation and i made sure recently and I made sure to say, oh, this is this is doctor. You know, like you, you throw that shit in it. It, it does make <laughs> a difference. You just, you just throw your dick right on the table. It works, though. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yes. This is the doctor Dr. from the... Kennedy. I throw my dick on the table at whatever uh, opportunity I can. Sometimes. I know that's why there's you leave a trail of broken tables behind you. <laughs> yes, I'd, I'd like to make a reservation for doctor, the lovely and talented. Yes. yes, from the Media Virus podcast. That's correct. 
that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yes, I will sign an autograph for you. I think I'm going to start. Only if I get I'm, the corner table. I'm going to start doing that. I'm just going to be like, yeah, this is Matty Rockdaff from Media Virus Podcast. I'd like to order a uh, large pizza. <laughs> I see what it gets you, you know? I, the worst the that... The worst that it, Worst it's going to happen is somebody say, "What the hell are you talking about, you jackass?" Right, exactly. and, no, the worst that you get is nothing. I mean, which is what you would have gotten if you hadn't tried. So, you know. I'm still trying to convince like the people I give a shit about. I'm like, you know, I do a show and it's on Spotify. It's really to listen to. Uh huh. And they're like, "Yeah, okay, Maddie." I've convinced yeah. a few. Yeah, I've, I've got some friends listening. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. None of my friends want to hear my shit because yeah. they know what I. They know that the shit I say when. Yeah, I mean, they listen <laughs> to you anyway. Because they know who you are as a human being. Yeah. No, they're well aware. <laughs> well, that's understandable. The jokes that I make. That's understandable. I get that. Yeah. So anyway, what's coming up after the next uh, break? We're going to do a little what bit more it? news. I've got uh, I've got some some pretty uh, happening stories from the week, I think. Uh, right. Let's see. We have a teen that beat up a bear, an FBI agent that bilked a woman out of a whole bunch of money. Um. Amazon's come up with a new euphemism for overworked employees and uh, some changes to Catholicism. The Pope has revised church law. And apparently... Is murder, is murder legal yet? No, 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 no. Not that good. Oh, uh, but, but there have been some changes that we can talk about. And the Earth's rotation speed may be changing. Uh, did, the, did the Pope allow that also? Or? It's the Pope's uh, fault. That's why I, I don't think the Pope had anything to do with the rotational speed of the Earth changing, but uh, I could be wrong. Right? Are, we allowed to, are we allowed to eat brownies now? Didn't, didn't Superman, only if you're a Boy Scout, didn't didn't Superman have something to do with the Earth's rotation? Did he, like, fly around it? Yeah. Uh, I think it was Superman did, 3. He, he went the opposite of the Earth's rotation. Round and round and round. turned time backwards. Yeah. That's totally time how to time save works. Lois Lane. Right. That's it's how because time pussy works. was at stake. I'll turn the world backwards if that pussy's good enough. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> ladies? <laughs> and then, if you're all real good, I've got a I've got a story from the streets of uh, out driving Uber the other week that uh, I'd like to share. From the with streets, you. yeah, from the streets. From the streets. Yep. <laughs> we all thugging shit up in this bitch. Yo, uh, uh, Doc, can you say that again? From the streets, yo. <laughs> One of my favorite commercials was, I think, a Fruit Gushers commercial. <laughs> and the guy had a scooter and he was talking about he was all street. And his girlfriend's like, no, you're not that tough. And he's got a tattoo <laughs> of a dollar sign right here. And she went to like wipe his tear away or something and she smudged it. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he hops on a scooter and he jumps over the curb and he yells, Streets! Fucking greatest commercial. Speaking of commercials, yeah, we're gonna go to a commercial now. I don't think I can play that one, but uh, we'll be back after this. Don't freak the fuck out. Don't anybody freak the fuck out. Well, we're gonna Uh, tell everybody. Hey, we're back. Car insurance commercial. We're back. Oh, no, I want to hear about this teenager slapping a bear, though. Sounds like one of my kids. That is actually a pretty neat story. I, I caught a little bit of this video this morning uh, on TV, and I'm going to optimize for a video clip because this is badass. Um, so apparently, wherever this I person saw that is, she was a teenager. Holy shit! I thought that was a, a woman protecting her children. Uh, no, that was it. That was it. <sighs> Don't, hero don't look 
Don't look. Don't anybody look. Do not watch the ad. Ads are bad, okay? You should drive a Chevy. It's one of those. Don't drive a Chevy. No, don't drive a Chevy. Not an LG. No, I I think this is a Volvo commercial. Oh, Volvo. Yeah, don't don't drive those either. That's that's not gender neutral. That is the the car of the establishment, man. Yeah, drive a Buick. Yeah, drive a Buick. So here's the video. Check it out. And the dogs go after the bear. And the bear's like, really, dog? <laughs> I'm a fucking bear. Fucking thing's coming back. Oh, no, he's taking off. That was 17-year-old Haley Marinico fending off a bear in the backyard of her Bradbury home. I did know she was a kid, though. That's awesome. family's four dogs, you can see right there, started barking at the bear and its cubs. Haley then jumped into action when the bear tried grabbing her mother's service dog, that teenager. She she suffered just a small scratch, but she and all of the dogs are okay. And you watch this yeah. and think, what's how a row? What's a row of blocks? About eight, gone. right? Eight and inches. And then what would you do in that scenario? Yeah. Oh my gosh, she's lucky that she. Yeah. I kiss the freaking dogs goodbye. That's what I would do. Yeah, mason blocks are generally about eight inches in height, so you figure that and a little bit of mortar. Wow. Seven times eight is fifty-six. So, yeah. I'm not a savant. I just, for some reason. And you can probably. The way that the way you go seven times eight is 56. And I'll never forget that. I was absent that day in school. I know I can do seven times seven. I can do eight times eight, but I cannot do seven times eight. Seven times eight is 56. Mm-hmm. Seven times so eight for starters, is 56. And then you want to throw, throw in five or six. If you've got eight, you probably want to throw in somewhere between five and seven inches for mortar. So that wall yeah, so is about as tall as I am. It's probably. So tall as I am. 16 inches is five feet. It's, it's like a five-foot yeah. wall. It's me. Okay. Which, so that was a which five means feet. that girl's I'm, I'm, a big I'm commenting girl. on the size of this young lady. This lady is a formidable opponent for any human. Oh, so she's tall, is what you're saying. Oh, you also got to realize that, one, 17-year-old girls are fucking crazy, and that's how crazy they are. Also true. Like feral uh, cats. Yeah, yeah because only a, a crazy... Girl would run after a bit. Now I, read, I am a little disappointed that that wasn't a running dropkick. That was a perfect scenario for a dropkick. I you know, you actually read to support what Big Daddy's saying. I actually read that they did a study where they did like scans of the brains of teenage girls and scans of the brains of sociopaths, and were unable to distinguish between the two. Yeah, she's a big girl. Teenage girls are literally crazy. Okay, see that? Wait, she, hang on, pause it. One, two, three, four. It's five five rows of bricks there. At, where, it, where are we counting from? From the from the ground, right? One, two, three, four, five. She can't be that tall. If you're saying Either way. those bricks are as high as Doc. No, uh-uh. And that's like mid-sternum. This bitch has to be like... She'd have to be seven feet tall. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's only five. And if they're eight, that's 40 inches. So let's so walk 40, Maybe 42 inches. I mean, either, are we really focused either, on the height of the wall here? Either way, just... just I'm trying to size everything up. Because she's actually much bigger than that fucking bear. Not that... not. I'm not, uh, well, I'm, not I'm just saying she's she's a good she's size. Tall. 
She's tall, yeah. She but I tall. mean, she even goes down to her knees. Back it up. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm trying to back yeah, it up far enough that I can get a good pause on. No, she didn't fall on something where there's she knew contact. She, had to get, she knew she had to get under. She was smart as shit. She knew she had to get under it. Look at her. Oh, she goes like fucking sliding. Yeah, in she's crouching to get under the bear. Yeah. Either she, way, she's tall. This ain't the first time she's had to fucking do that. <laughs> <laughs> this is just the first time it got caught on camera. It's the first time they was like, you know, we just saw a fucking camera. <laughs> If you're going to keep going out after them bears, we're going to have to put a camera up and make some money on the TV. We're going to put that on YouTube, on the YouTubes. Wow, that's a still pretty awesome. Flying kick would have been awesome. No, it would have been, but it, it would have been awesome to see. I don't if think you see Big Daddy fighting a bear. I think the, technique is the bear. Bad. I think the bear could have sidestepped a good flying leap, though. I, I, her technique is flawless because she she confused the bear by not coming right at him. Like she, that 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 bear did nothing. It's like to to stop any of it. What is this thing coming at me, and what am I going to do? And like yeah, and by the well, time that's also, she, also an awful lot for a bear to process. I mean, there's like four dogs there, right? There's one big dog and two or three little ones, right? The bear's also worried about its cubs, you know, which are running off God knows where. Also, and then in the comes this freaking teenage girl. Like, oh, shit, it's an adolescent one. <laughs> I think what's skewing perspective right now is the fact that the wall on the other side is much bigger. Yeah, yeah. That, that's obviously a retaining that wall, wall. That's a retaining our, wall. We're, yeah, we're looking yeah. at the roof of someone else's house. Yeah, or a balcony or something. I mean, that's easy, yeah. a 20-foot drop down off that wall. Yeah, yeah. He, there must be like a hill or something no, right there because the bear gets right back up. It's mm -hmm. probably about a but, 10 or 12 foot drop on the other side of that wall. But, but there's a trash can high. further out to the left. Yeah. Which, in perspective, still makes her kind of tall. Still makes her tall, yeah. I mean, between the bear fighting videos and UFC matches, we got ourselves a love affair. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. So, what else we got? Uh, well, at the National Bear Wrestling Federation. Yeah, I'm gonna show that video though to my students and be like, "What are you doing with your life? This girl right. fought a bear. What have you done today?" Y'all ain't even passing uh, 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 homework. Y'all ain't even doing homework. This uh -huh. bitch is fighting bears. So, I I, I want to give a PSA out real quick to all you women. Anytime that, that somebody takes money from you to, to keep you out of trouble and tells you you're on secret whatever, probation, secret whatever, don't buy it. Ex-FBI agent accused of conning woman out of $800,000 by telling her she was on secret probation. So, Big Daddy, you know how you get offended at the stories that show <laughs> black people, like, like the Sweet Brown video, like, you know uh, how, uh, yeah, you know how. Ain't nobody got time for that. Right. This is, I, I have to tell you, though, I love her. She tries so hard to keep the ghetto contained. She tries so hard to say, well, I went down to get me a cold pop. Like she's trying real hard to keep it under wraps. But anyway, sorry. And it just, so yeah. it just bursts. And this is how I feel about these stories. Like, like a barely contained penis. It will as, eventually burst forth. As, <laughs> Ain't no as zipper going to hold this back. Ain't no zipper holding this back. <laughs> 
in 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 is the oh it's ex is as a woman as a woman i I, you know like i I feel like as a woman i'm sure you've experienced this before no these are the people making us look bad you know like we're not all this dumb i assure you william roy stone jr wow well there is one very important point that i'd like to to point out here for everybody and come on where is it anyway right here texas woman we can move okay on. all we- right that's this, this is like the florida man right texas woman mm, yeah like- very similar yeah so we, okay. we we can move along into the story now. Yeah. How does a Texas woman have that much goddamn money? That's what I want to know. A retired FBI agent is accused of conning a Texas woman out of more than $800,000 by convincing her she was under secret probation for drug crimes, federal prosecutors said. William Roy Stone Jr., 62, was indicted last week on seven counts of wire fraud and one count each of wire fraud conspiracy, false impersonation of a federal officer, engaging in monetary transactions and property derived from unlawful activity, and false statements to, a law, to law enforcement, according to a release from the Prerak Shah, from Prerak Shah, the acting U.S. attorney. Okay, that's somebody's name. Never mind. I, I thought it was some weird county name what in Texas. Name is that? Uh, looks, I, I'd have to say either. Uh, Indian or Pakistani, I would guess. Um, but Prerak Shah, the acting U.S. attorney for the Northern District of Texas. If convicted, Stone faces a sentence of up to 178 years in federal prison. Which means wow. he's going to get five years and a slap on the wrist. I don't know, 178 years is a long time. Yeah, but he ain't going to get 178. Dude's going also, to get... don't, also note he's not white. So, Oh, he's not white? No. Oh, they're going to fucking kill him. <laughs> Stone told... Oh, wait, no, 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 no. Hang on, you're... Uh, I'm incorrect. I am incorrect. Stone is the is the bad guy, right? Stone told... Yeah, he, Stone told the uh, the woman she had oh, been okay. assi- he had been assigned to her as a mentor and supervisor and that she was to report her activities and assets to him. Wow. She had recently inherited money from her grandmother. He Aww. told her that she had to pay expenses related to to him supervising her. Uh, including oh my God. travel, see, she's stupid. Including that's, travel, that's a house, money. and vehicles. He also mm. convinced her to pay money. <laughs> to pay money, he claimed was restitution for a wronged oh. company, which he deposited into his own bank account. He repeatedly threatened her with prison time and said he would she would lose her children if she did not comply with his demands. Oh, that's sad. I wonder I mean, which good for which- him. That's no, it's not. Where stupid. I wonder which is the uh, the crime that brings up 178 years. Uh, probably when you get into the when you get into wire crimes, it, it gets ugly. It also, mm-hmm. I mean, the higher, the more eight hundred thousand dollars is a lot yeah. of money. It it has to do with with the amount of the money and um. Yeah, but you see, uh, old white male businessmen committing but, crimes of. Equal monetary but, amounts, but not not with seven counts of wire fraud. Wire fraud's a big one, mm-hmm. and conspiracy to commit wire fraud's a big one. 
uh, also fe- uh, impersonating a federal officer. Oh, it's another, federal. All right. Yeah, they're all yeah. So there's there's yeah. money. Yeah, they're all there's federal crimes. Wire wire crimes are federal. Um, you're you're impersonating a federal officer. Even if both parties were in state, it's a federal. Yeah. 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 Any yeah. wire crimes are federal crimes. Yeah, that's a big deal. All right, Mike, I'm going to ask you to move on just because, you know, thick girls looking at that picture of the Big Mac and getting hungry. So we, we need to, we need to Whoa, keep moving. what is this? Uh-oh. Oh, they're not going to let me look at that story? Okay, we'll move right on. No. And... Okay. Oh, fuck you. What's this one? This is Amazon's newest euphemism for oh, overworked Jesus. employees is industrial athlete. Industrial athlete. Fuck you, Amazon. Amazon tells its warehouse employees to think of themselves not as overworked cogs in an enormous soul-crushing machine, but as industrial athletes, and to prepare their bodies for that experience like someone training for a sporting event. Wow. Wow. The comparison is a troubling euphemism for a company whose workers have almost double the amount of serious injuries as the rest of the warehousing industry and who reportedly are often unable to take bathroom breaks. So I can give a little insight here. Uh, I, I've known a handful of people that have worked in the Amazon warehouses locally. Uh, one guy years ago uh, when, when we were in high school, so in the mid-90s, early to mid-90s, uh, he worked there and they had a traffic light at the door where you could come and go. If the light was green, you were allowed to leave at the end of your shift. If the light was yellow, you had to obtain permission from your direct supervisor to leave. And if the light was red, nobody could leave until the light went green again. Oh, my God. And he had a scheduled appointment to go to his dentist. And it was like a serious appointment. And he was going to have to pay for it if he didn't go. It wasn't just like a cleaning. It was like for service, other services that he was just going to be billed for if he didn't go. So he's going to leave and the security guard says, uh, lights red, can't go. He's like, I've got a dentist appointment. It's scheduled. Uh, I I'm going you know, that lights red, can't go. He got fired. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard stories like that. Now, 13 miles in a day. Damn. Now, Jesus. his buddy that worked there stuck it out. And was retired at 32 and independently wealthy from his stock options. Wow. Yep. Wow. So, you know, I, I guess it's what you're willing to put up with. Uh, yeah. And, but and where the is, bubble is. But yeah, yeah the pamphlet bad. tells. That's a rough, that is a rough way to make uh, early retirement. The pamphlet tells uh, employees that <laughs> some of them will walk like he was 60. up to 30. 13 exactly. miles throughout 13 the miles a day? Uh, Damn. That's, that's real, a lot. It's decent. Uh, it's a lot. Well, I mean, what in my line of work, walking's not that big of a deal. Uh, we, we, yeah, we walk a lot well. up and down the road uh, miles at a time. But yeah, I mean, 13 miles for somebody in a warehouse, that, that 13 miles in a warehouse is a lot. I'll give you that. Uh, 400 yeah, calories so an hour. Fitbit, that's not terrible. Hang on. Fitbit tells you, Fitbit tells you uh, 10,000 steps a day, right? So hang mm. on. I've looked up convert miles to steps. So let's see. It's subjective. It's going to be tough. Well, yeah, I know. But we're still going to get a, a ballpark. 
All right, hang on. I'm getting an ad video. I'm guessing 13 miles is probably somewhere in yeah, the neighborhood so. of, uh, I'd say it's probably somewhere in the neighborhood of about 25 to 30,000 steps. Damn, that was my, my guess was going to be 30 to 35. All right. So let's see. Oh, look, here we go. You add in your gender I'm going to take 60,000 so, steps. Let's say it's me. Okay. Oh, that's right. like 126,000. We'll put it at a brisk walk, which is four miles an hour. Look, you. Okay. That's how fast you go. We're talking about steps. Wait, hang on. I want miles. All right. So I put in 30,000 steps. That's 14 miles. So, yeah. All right. So, 30,000. Yeah, you're about right. 30,000 steps, which is triple your goal with Fitbit. Depending on what your goal is. Well, I mean, the default goal on Fitbit <laughs> is 10,000 steps, right? Yeah. I will tell you my average, and I'm a teacher. This was when I was walking around all day as a teacher before I was nailed behind the desk by Zoom classes. Uh, I, my average, painful. my average, it is. My average was that part was about, of the, uh, part of the OnlyFans? No. My average was about 7,000 steps a day. And that's as a teacher walking around, which is more than most people. When I, when I remember to have my, so throughout the day, if I remember to have my phone on me, I usually average between five and 6,000 steps a day that the phone records, not and that doesn't account for when I leave it on my desk and right. or if I leave it in the truck and I go up and right. down. Right. So five to six thousand steps is what, like three miles, maybe? And I know that I walk I probably I would say on average about a third of the time is is what I'm not catching. So Okay. So I try to walk seven to eight steps. Steps. Yeah. 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 So up to 13 miles throughout the course of the day. And don't forget that that's also not just walking, carrying your own body. These people are also carrying all of our loot, like the shit that you order, you know, and going up and down ladders. You're carrying much more of your loot than mine. That's true. I am very, very guilty of Amazon shopping. Very guilty. So all this is your fault? Uh, Yeah, I actually, I have guilt about this. I do. Well, they they're about to be undercover. They're supposed to be opening this week. Uh, I don't know if they're going to make it because I'm not involved with the job as I had hoped to be. Uh, but uh, the Boxwood Warehouse is mm-hmm. is supposed Drove to open by there this, just the other day. It's supposed to open this month. Um, I did. I was negotiating to do some of the work there. It just didn't didn't pan. Um, but uh, yeah, their their goal was to open early this month, and they're. There's over a million square feet of warehouse space there going undercover. They also are putting another million square feet of warehouse space over uh, in the Tybouts Corner area. And there's another mid-sized warehouse going in somewhere locally. So Amazon has a huge presence here in Delaware. Yeah. Well, if you keep reading this article, this is also interesting. So they say, you know, they, they compare it to a pro athlete who spends significant time warming up. Um, practices a few hours of the day, not in eight or 10 hour shifts. Mm-hmm. And they also worry about rest and nutrition, which none of that is being taken care of for these people. That's right. So, yeah. 
but it's, it's kind well, of well. They could replace it's, it's the terrible. Well, they could replace the calories if they're too thin with a, with a thousand baby carrots. Oh, good. That's yeah. But then they'd have to carry the thousand baby carrots in, and you know, have time to eat them. So, yeah, that's that's that pretty. Is crazy. Yeah. These people need to unionize, and I know Amazon's fighting that. But it needs. Well, they could just assign them all to the company's ten-hour mega cycles. That's awful. I don't know how people keep keep agreeing to work for Amazon. If you told me I was going to be up. running fifteen bucks an hour for, for thirteen miles, of, no, fuck that. I'm going over to uh, uh, Burger King and I'll oh, flip burgers for fifteen dollars an hour. Right now, now my steps, my steps on work worked for Amazon through a temp agency at Christmas one year. And, oh, my God. And he actually kind of liked it because he hates people and nobody messed with him. <laughs> yeah. And like, all right, okay, all right, they also have that. really high, it says here, they also have uh, high injury rates, which I had heard I'm sure they do. He's got, and they, they bury that shit, too. Yeah. Amazon well, well, quads you, you have too. to either the, if, if you don't, if you don't hide it, uh, OSHA would, would eat them alive. Yeah, well, OSHA should eat them. Uh, I think I, I don't I don't know. Uh, I know OSHA is starting to crack down on repetitive motion injuries, which I would imagine is probably what most of their injuries are, um, from typing on keypads and keyboards and and lifting and 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 pulling on the same. Yeah, you know, it's physically grueling. Yeah. Um, if Amazon wants workers to think of themselves as athletes, the solution isn't wellness programs or pushing employees to check the color of their pee. Wow. How about that? Wow. I actually had a job in a warehouse. I lasted one day. One day. I, I was told I was it was I was in grad school and I got a job at a temp agency and they sent me um they told me it was a mailroom job. I was like, yeah, I could do mailroom. Um and I got there and it was a warehouse job. And I got to lunch and they're like, oh, you're allowed to leave for 30 minutes from 11. And I was like, okay, whatever. And I walked out and I picked up the phone and I called the agency and I was like, no, this is not what I signed up for. And no, this is not how I'm going to spend. And I said, I, I'm ready to leave. And the agency persuaded me to stay the rest of the day because they're like, look, we can't send somebody else out on such short notice. Will you just last out the day, you know? And so I did, but no, that, that shit is, that's some bullshit, but. So you put a glove on one of the beer bottles and waved as it yep. spit on. I did, yeah. And I did the Shlemiel Shlemazel dance as I left. So. That's how long I lasted uh, doing landscaping, laying sod. That's a tough job. One fucking day. Yeah, and I was that, yeah that's another rough job. I thought I, was, I, thought, I thought I could work. I was a painter. I worked as a carpenter. I, I thought I could work. No. No, because when you landscape, you also have the sun as an element. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's and, tough. You know, and sod is heavy. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, had a brief affair many years ago with right a guy back, who was guys, a landscaper. And he had the, he had just a yeah. gorgeous body, beautiful body. Um, and it was, it was, you know, he never worked out. It was just, it was, but it was like he was hauling, you know, hauling rocks, hauling stone pulling tree stumps out of the ground, doing all kinds of shit. So it was, it was really tough physical work. Yeah, I, I knew this guy, he was, an, he was an underwater welder. 
He was ah. like in his in his seventies. And he was just really a, yeah, just a great fucking shape. Like you couldn't great shape. Played rugby till he was like in his fifties. That is fast. Like as a like I like he's well. Yeah, no, it does. That absolutely does. underwater welding sounds like something you got to really know your shit to do. Oh yeah, you got to know what you're doing. Just welding, you kind of got to know what you're doing. Well, you, you know. guys remember Josh Kosler, right? I mean, he, uh, the guy who came in and did the sword stuff, he does yeah. he does some welding. Like, he does, I mean, those swords and shit, he makes them, which is pretty wow. freaking cool. I wonder, if, I wonder if Mike is taking up a, a job as a sex phone operator. Yeah, I think that's actually what's going on right now. Well, no, when he starts rubbing his nips. <laughs> they don't really do that, dude. They will oh, tell you. I should doing. probably stop. <laughs> like, oh, I'm so horny. Uh-huh. I racked up a bunch of charges on my dad's credit card when I was a kid. Really? Calling, calling, sex sex, calling sex lines. Yeah. And they, I, I denied it till the end until my dad said they have recordings. I was like, yeah, it was I me. Am- I am somehow entirely unsurprised. No, what I miss. Uh, you oh, are working as a sex phone operator. Okay. Yeah, we knew. <laughs> we figured it out. Close. All right. Uh, so, are we going to uh, head into our next break so we can hear your awesome story? Yes, we are. We're going to go into a break real quick. Uh, you can give us a call at three zero. Yeah, no, no, that's wrong. Six, you can get. You get give us a call at six four six virus zero one, and we will be back in just. Where my character go? In just a moment. Okay. And bear with me just a second because I'm getting calls from my day job. And we're here to tell you about car insurance. Car insurance is something everyone needs. So get some fucking car insurance. And we're back here on the Media Virus Podcast. And as promised, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my experience as an Uber Uber driver. Uh, So I was driving the other night. And uh, there's this chic little spot above Catherine Rooney's called uh, Woodpecker. No. Hummingbird to Mars. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, so well, wait, 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 wait. Hummingbird to Mars? Is that it? Hummingbird something, something like Mars. that. Hummingbirds Mars? from Mars? Something like that. It's teenagers it's a speakeasy. No, it's a speakeasy. It's really cute. You got to know the password. You go into like yeah. you go you go down around the corner and and knock on like an alley door and It's it awfully white. Very white. It is. Very it's very very white. white. So I'll anyway, a hand job in the back. I go to pick up this white couple. So I'm waiting, and I, I send a message in. Uh, hey, I'm I'm out here. I'm waiting. They say, okay, we're on our way down. And these two couples come out. One couple gets in the car with me, and I start driving. Well, it's always amazing to me. You know, some people want to talk to me. Some people just want to talk, and some people are just scary quiet. Uh, these people were talking amongst themselves, and it's always odd for me that people don't realize that I can still hear them. So they start talking. And it becomes clear to me 
within, oh, a block. And this was a long ride. That, that, whoa, where did that, hello. I did it, it's me. So it then becomes very clear to me that um, they were talking about the other couple that they were with, and it became very evident that it was their first time meeting them, and they were there on their first swing date. Just, just, oh. just a meet and greet. And, you know, I think you guys know me well enough to know that I'm I'm pretty open-minded and okay with whatever and, you know, whatever whatever rings your bell. And I don't get freaked out. And, and I don't, I don't want to say I was freaked out, but it was a lot more un- uncomfortable to me to have that conversation going on than I thought it would be. Fascinating. Why did that make you uncomfortable? I think because I wasn't a part of the conversation. Like, I, I, I feel like... Like you felt like an eavesdropper? Sort of. Like... I think what made me uncomfortable was I kept trying to rationalize whether or not they realized I could I could still hear them. Did you do any sort of like <clears throat> nope. kind of thing? Nope. No. <laughs> Turn the radio down. You <laughs> well, should, should have just turned like just to interrupt. Like, you know, I was slamming you fucking my friend's old lady the other night. He's running the fucking camera. I'm trying to suck my own dick. <laughs> then his grandmother walks the fuck in. I don't know what starts happening. There's scat play. Oh, okay. No, that, see that? Now you've gone too far. You know, that reminds me but it was, of a uh, TikTok. I was going to put on the... Uh, I was going to send to you guys. And for some reason, I decided that might have been too far. It was just... It was... It was strange. Now I want to send it. And it was... Um, the other thing that was a little interesting to me that she seemed to be the um, boss. Like, it felt very much like this was her idea. I'm and, totally in favor of that. And motherfucker, you're going to play along. And by the See? way, here's what you did wrong. <laughs> Damn. Well, I mean, that's that's standard issue, right? I mean, you know, here's it, what you're doing and wrong. And it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't like... It, how are you it, gonna it wasn't like mean to lick my pussy if you don't tell him how delicious it is? It wasn't like mean. It was just um You know, like I've been she was in very she was very in control of the situation. The the post game analysis. Here's what and she did wrong while we were out shopping. Yes, yes. And, oh, and well, that's we what it shopping. was. It they were they were totally post gaming the experience. Mm-hmm. They were out shopping for some new dick. So yeah, that was that's probably one of my more interesting rides that I've that I've ever taken. That was just it was fun to be a fly on the wall. Well yeah, I wish I what you should have done is um went and got an old VHS camcorder and then <laughs> go to their destination, go back with the big VHS camcorder. Just to make it completely obvious what's going on to everybody, <laughs> and then just go back and you can you can either knock on the door or just peer in the window. <laughs> you know, make sure the light's on. 
<laughs> <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Yeah, honestly. Yeah, and then can, uh, we'd, we'd, we'd get hired. That's what would happen. And like, then right, you guys are the camera cool for the like third or fourth time. There's a transsexual that I drove. Um, that person is interesting. The first yeah, the, to be, uh, you should invite them to be yeah. You should invite them to be a guest on the show. I I don't know that that would work. I don't know what the English level is. Oh, because it, Stanford or Bill says to me because today. it comes and goes. Oh, like mm-hmm. the first time I picked said person up, the person walked over to the car. I put the window down. And I said, oh, the ride is for, and I gave the name. Metheny. And it was, yeah, do you mind if I sit in the back behind you? <laughs> <laughs> no, go right ahead. But when the person got out at the destination, it was, okay, Poppy, thank you for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> and the subsequent times that I've driven this person, it's been the high the higher pitch with very thick spanish accent under the guise and and i guess i have to play along does not speak english i still think that could be really entertaining <laughs> now thank you for telling that story because i just realized but i'm not sure awfully suspicious for me to because big daddy you speak some spanish don't you yeah but i was thinking i just identified a uh 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 an other gendered person. We'll we'll talk after we stop taping. Um, <laughs> now, fuck. Completely escaped me. Oh, you know what fucking Stanford or Bill said to me today? No, what? This what pissed me the fuck off. He goes. He said this pissed should, me the fuck off to you. No, you should. He goes. You should. You you should. You know do something, you know, you should have like, you know, a, a, a gay person on the show. Have we had to, any straight people on the show? To celebrate, <laughs> you know, uh, LGBTQ pride month. And I I, he didn't take the time to say everything correctly. I'll put that out there. Uh-huh. But uh, I go, Bill, I've interviewed more gay people <laughs> straight people, straight people won't do my show. It's true. We've had very few straight. Uh, Juliet is straight. Jared, Kaslu, I think. Kaslu, Anthony, I think. Bo- I think Bosco's. I mean, I never asked him. I yeah, I shit. get the impression. I'm pretty sure. Straight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Rob and 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 Adian. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I yeah. don't know if thirty. We're we're doing show thirty tonight, and you just yeah. counted on one hand our guests that were straight. Oh, Kim Scott. Kim, Kim is definitely straight. Okay. I mean, we don't, we've never, we didn't ask. I feel oh, no, like no, 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 no. I, Kim is. You tried? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if she turned me down, how could she possibly be gay? It's true. That is true. <laughs> but I like, I don't like, I, I was, no, she's I was married. like flabbergasted. It's, it's, like, you it's don't, like Bill's don't. never listened to the show. But he's kind of like, uh, he was kind of thinking like, oh, how this would be funny. Like, if you interviewed a, a gay a gay person, I'm like, dude, what Doc, you- don't forget that both Clay Aiken and Michael Jackson were both married with kids. Uh, true, that's that's an excellent argument. You're right. 
Well, Michael. All right, I'll try again. Michael wasn't gay. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Michael. Michael Jackson's breath smelled like booty hole. <laughs> well, that doesn't make him I'm gay. Not even sure he was. I don't know about his. Uh, I don't know about his sexual. I don't even know about his. If he was human entirely, he's a very odd person. Yeah, you know, he was. A, he was an adorable little boy. He was. Well, when you get the black that. beaten off of you, uh... <laughs> literally, <laughs> wow. it continued to it continued to fall off as he was a grown man. <laughs> oh my god, guys! Listen, on this note, I think we're. I'm going to have to request that we uh, we reach a graceful. I think it's time to bring it home, Mike. I'm gonna hit you so hard the black gonna be falling off you when you're fifty. <laughs> <laughs> and it did. Ten years from now, <laughs> your fucking nose is gonna fall off. That's how hard I'm gonna hit you. I'm not laughing at this. I refuse. Oh come I on, you want to? Mm. All right, I've been given the sign from the boss over there to let you know that you can give us a call at six four six virus zero one. That's six four six virus zero one. You can catch us on Twitter. We are TMVP Net. That's at TMVP Net on Twitter. And on behalf of the doctor, Stanley McFadden, and our fearless leader, Maddie Rockdeff, I am Professor Mike Latouris coming from to you live here in Uncle Butch Studios. This has been the Media Virus Podcast. Don't freak the fuck out. Don't anybody freak the fuck out. And we're clear. So...